Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. But before we before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll take really good care of you. Um, oh, before I forget too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, you know, the Rule of Three offense that will work at any level, go over and check those out. Leave a five-star review. You would like those. But also go over and check out teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, it's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources. It's everything. It's what I, it's what I would have wanted as a 27-year-old basketball coach. It's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I'm a coach. I understand how it goes. Go over and check it out. Kick it, kick the tires around. See if it's for you. And if it's not, we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on. But I I guarantee you're going to love all the material. And the material we're always putting in um, teachhoops.com. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. And let's head off the podcast. All right. Welcome, 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 Coach Moore. How, how long is it? It's been a while since we've been on together. How long has it been? Was it COVID? You know, I know we were on once during like pretty early in COVID. I'm not sure. We had a great, I had an office. I think I had where a bunch of coaches got together early. Yeah. I uh, literally still talk to somebody on the weekly from that that I just met on one of your uh, things, and we don't even always talk basketball. He's a big North Carolina football guy, so I ask him if they're ever going to play defense. But uh, <laughs> I met some good people off of here, that's for sure. I know. I'll leave it. I'll, I'll make sure I put – Coach loves to be contacted too, so I'll make sure I put the – Absolutely. <laughs> I'll put the – I'll put the um his contact information uh, down below. But So what are we going to – what are we talking about tonight? 
So five on five ways we can scrimmage, improve practice, learning different things that we can do besides just roll out the ball, say let's play for 20 minutes. What are some different ways we can work on uh, improving in practice? Yeah, so so how did this all come about? Um, really, you know, I know it's something that I've struggled with a little bit. Um, I talked to some Division One coaches, different people, and I was like, really, that's it? Like, that's what you guys do? I mean, I started doing research, looking up some different things. I stole some ideas from some guys that I really like. Uh, but I just put, you know, five, ten hours into it this summer of, like, what are some different ways we could practice five on five and uh, really get maybe some of our game situations more natural, different ways that we could take over some, uh, create that learning environment for our players where, you know, like, hey, there's 30 seconds left in the half. Let's get a good shot here. And not right. Just... And, they don't, and they don't necessarily understand what a good shot is. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's you're like you're playing in Thanksgiving tournament. You shoot the ball with like 12 seconds left to go and give up, you know, give up your one point lead. And, you know, maybe we've worked on it before. Just something simple like that. And it's hard because. It's hard for my percentage of practice, how much you should spend on that. Like you're talking about with the situation stuff, too. Um, But I think the five on five stuff should be a higher percentage as long as it's a structured thing, what do you think about that? You know, I'm I'm opening up more and more to playing five on five. I think you have to be creative with it. Like most of my teams have not, it's not been a real big challenge for the second five. Like, do you mix them up? Do you know, you get two equal teams, different things like that. But um, what's your theory on that? What's your theory on two equal teams versus the top five versus the next five? We're going to go more with my top five versus the other ones. But I do, you know, earlier in the season or like certain days, we'll break it up even. Um, We're probably, you know, I would say probably 70% of the time trying to get our top guys minutes. Yeah, so so here's my theory with this. Early in the season, I'll split them evenly more when I'm trying to figure out the nuances of the team. And then I think you're right. I'm about 80, 20, 70, 30. Once, like, let's say we play on Friday and we don't have anything that week. Monday, I might split them evenly just so we can work on some more competitive things. Um, but as it gets closer to game time or show time or whatever, um, I'm putting that top five, top six together just so they can get reps. But when you start doing the math on it, like, depending on how much you sub, how often are those exact five together? That's where you know, changing, subbing, doing that kind of stuff can help a little bit in practice, I think. Well, that's probably where it's easier for me. I'm not a real deep guy. I'm not playing a lot of guys. <laughs> How many do you play normally? Um, You know, we've had teams, we've had a lot of teams where six guys are getting a majority yeah. of the minutes. We're the smallest school in our conference. There's usually a pretty big drop-off after six. Um, You know, it's, we've... uh you know, you, I I tripled the size of the school, but you know, you also triple the size of your opponents when I switched yeah, jobs you do. last time. You do. It's um, yeah. I don't think I've ever gone. I mean, I, I've had one team that was like my last state tournament team was five. Like I had five hoopers and six, seven were okay. But before that, and we had a slow, we had a slower pace down with that team. I would say my average over the thirty years is probably seven, eight. Um. 
you need well most of my state championships have come from players six through nine someone steps in someone yeah. steps up you know uh, it's all you always i always think i'm gonna have a lot and then it's like <laughs> then you they're like well you know i don't know but you know there's all we've we've been pretty lucky to find some good rotational guys you know it's I've kind of changed towards you got to be able to score to play uh, more than I, you know, used to be, you know, you know, I've 18 or 17, 18 season. I had a kid, I think he's just finishing up his college football career at North Dakota state. Now awesome athlete. He could not score at all on offense, but he could keep them from scoring. And now it's like, I really don't want to play kids like that unless I, you know, I want it to be small amount of minutes. And uh, we're real big on points per possession. You know, like, can you get that up there for us? So I guess if they could keep it up, you know, if we can score with them on the court, we'd love to go a little bit deeper. Right. And it, part of it's reading that, reading the, the analytics now where you can kind of tell the groupings too. Like, um, I'm hoping to play nine or 10 this year on a regular basis. And just, I'm going to, like, I'm going to come at you. Basically, I'm hoping um, next year, I think I'm going to be down to six or seven again, uh, depending who knows develops. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like throwing bodies at you. I do. If they're all, I do. I just think it causes, cause we're going to, we're going to pull away in that last 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely teams we play like that. It's a major disadvantage of they can roll 10, 12 guys at you and, and, you know, we've had some teams, you know, I've had some games where guys are basically, you know, can't get up off the floor after the game. And, you know, we've, we play in Illinois, you play 31 games in the regular season. That's now, crazy which, to me. Yeah. Yeah. We play 24. And some years we only play 22, but it's like, um, yeah. Wow. How do you get, you have- first of all, there's, here's the issue I have. Even with 24. So we start the middle of November. Tournament starts the beginning of March. I still have a hard enough time with the, those amount of weeks to get like I need. I want. I don't want to play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I want a couple of days prep before yeah. I play you, so that you we don't have played, a lot of prep. So my in nineteen twenty, which is my last full season of coaching, we played 2020. 18, 2020. Or, Oh yeah, no, the night in 2019. <laughs> you look really not young. Not that old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the uh we played 18 of our 33 games without a practice to prep. So like <laughs> you've got to be good at what you do, right. be a little bit unique. Your scouts have got to be pretty uh you know, basic. And it's we played in three tournaments. You play almost every Tuesday, Friday, Saturday. Um, it's great when things are going good. Like, you know, we were 30 and three that year. It was pretty easy to roll through, you know, I wouldn't say easy, but it was rolling pretty good. Right. I wouldn't want to be on a 10 game losing streak and play six games oh. in two weeks. But I mean, I just, I, from, from a coaching teaching standpoint, that's just hard. Like, I feel like I'm giving you a test and you're not ready for the test. Oh, that's part of why, you know, I've taken a couple of years off here. I have two little kids and it was just you know, I, there weren't, yeah, I couldn't get enough time to do everything quite the way I wanted to and be a good dad at home. And it's like, I've done this for 20 years. Let's take a couple of years off. I know. And it's crazy. Like, so now like, so I have a senior in high school 
who doesn't even know, you know, halftime, I don't even see her. And then the second time, I have a sophomore in college. So it's like, I don't know how I did it. With I don't know how, I mean, my wife, that's how I did it. I don't know how I did it. Like, oh, my God. It's like, and I mean, and I coached my son through sixth through eighth grade during our season. Like, so on weekends and nights after my practice, I went to his practice. I don't know how I did that. You got to be good at delegating. Yes. Yes. I have gotten really good at that in my program. Like, I literally, I was talking to our head football coach yesterday, and I said, I, I, I'm ready for the first day of tryouts. He goes, what do you mean? I go, I haven't done anything other than that. Like I have, I have my JV coach and my, my varsity assistant. I, I, I do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, get the buses, do this, do this. Um, cause eventually I feel hopefully one of them will get my job. Um, hopefully, but I'm just trying to tell, I mean, I just like, no, I'm coming. I'm going to coach. I'm going to be like Bo Ryan at the end of his career. All those guys, I'm going to show up. I'm going to coach the games. I'm a coach practice. You guys do all that other stuff. Like, (laughs) I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to worry about where the yellow bus is anymore. Don't want to (laughs) worry about it. I haven't been on a yellow bus it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 15 years, 17 years. I refused. We take coaches everywhere. I refuse to get on a yellow bus. I couldn't yeah, have a yellow bus. That's with a couple years off here. That's one thing I do not miss. Of and then, and here's my rationale. with So we rate, we fundraise and do all that kind of stuff. But I said, I'm not stepping on. It's a Tuesday night and we're coming back and it's an hour and 20 minute thing. I want the kids to have, first of all, comfortable. Second of all, I want overhead lights. So if they want to do some work, they can. Do they? Probably not. But so we've had some really good students. And I said, I'm, try- I'm I'm getting too old to sit in that. Like, I remember my first season, we drove to a suburb of Milwaukee and we couldn't get the window to the window wouldn't go up. It's like freaking middle of January in Wisconsin. Go, I'm not. Do- what do you know? I'm not doing this. Like, no, that's no. the that's the one benefit of being in the suburbs of Chicago. It takes 45 minutes to get there and 20 minutes to get home. Like we're pretty close all the time. You know, you might have some traffic on the way there, but uh, the way home. Is and what's your close. longest, what's your longest stretch? Oh, in minutes? our conference, like we play a team by O'Hare that it's just traffic. Like it's traffic. It's not distance. Yeah. It's traffic. 45 minutes to get there. 25 minutes to get back. Like, you know, it's, we're in DuPage County. There's, you know, tons of teams. We don't even travel west hardly at all to right. play like the Naperville's and Aurora's. But uh, it's, 
you know, all the schools are pretty close by. And I mean, that's well, we were down in Chicago. Is it last weekend or weekend before? My brother just got a place in Michigan Avenue and on the Tribune Tower. So we go down there once every couple months. And we stopped at Ikea. First of all, Schaumburg is crazy. Like, oh my God. Like, there's no recession in Schaumburg. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you, there's no recession. There's no inflation at 7.5% in Schaumburg, Illinois. I'm telling you, it's a suburb of Chicago. But then it's not bad. Like, getting in, it's it's not, I mean, I can make it to Chicago in 220 from Addison. That's, they're moving. If the, the Bears move to Arlington, I'm going to be mad because I can be downtown and 25 minutes to the Bears stadium. I mean, not on a game day. It's going right. to take longer, but it's going to be a disaster trying to go up there. And where, which way is Arlington? Is that east? It'll, it's it's like straight west of O'Hare. So it'd okay. be north of north of me, but it's, yeah, just be. Well, it, mess, it won't mess with O'Hare's traffic, will it? No, no, there's no. And O'Hare never, it's never good around there whatsoever. Like, that's the worst. That's the worst stretch. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's as long as I can get there and go to some Cub games, I'll be happy. All right, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk. What? So give me some of your golden nuggets. Give me some stuff you kind of dove into on this um, scrimmaging stuff. You know, one of my first ones that I really liked, and uh, we did it in a lot of different drills, was not checking the ball up top. So, like, if we were, you know, even if we're going five on five on offense, we'll still do it. We're not gonna, we're not 100% of the time, but starting on a sideline out-of-bounds play, starting baseline out-of-bounds, the defense can throw it to whoever they want to on offense. Coach can throw it. You know, we run a lot of flow stuff, kind of figure it out out of that. But we'll do that not only in five on five, but in our three-on-three small-sided games, are we do a lot of advantage disadvantage stuff so we'll practice four offense versus three defense defense starts the ball throw it to whoever you want kind of figure it out read the court but we also want to do some of that in our five on five we'll even do things like when we're and doing what is kind of what a, is that what is that what, what have you seen from doing that um just really making the kids think outside of like just checking the ball and running some play from some random spot giving them a new spot on the court where they have to figure that out um and it's a simple change but it's like we're gonna play a team on tuesday that's gonna pin us to the sideline well i don't want to start all my reps from the dead center of the court i want to get some different things but even things like um, like on a day where we're, we're kind of slowed down and going through some game prep stuff, run our offensive play, and then we'll immediately run an out-of-bounds play where the kids have to actually think, do some different things, like just not going through the robotic repetition of, okay, check it back up top, point guard run up there, do that. Right. Yeah. What's your what's your feeling on out-of-bounds plays? How many? What's your what's your magic number on that? I'm kind of toying with that this year. Um, we don't run a lot. We have a couple that we can really read. Like we have one that we run over 50% of the time where it's really about five different options. And if you're gonna take away a shooter, somebody's gonna slip to the basket. Really? And it's we'll try to run that quite a bit. You know, I've come up with a couple of counters off of that. Of you know, it's we call it NBA because we watched an NBA team run it. And I was like, I love that spacing. What what's it? What kind of set is it out of? Uh, 
So we'll put three guys up high by the free throw line, two shooters. Hopefully we have five shooters, but <laughs> two shooters and one our best screener or big man, and then a shooter in the opposite corner. But notice this is always better when you have four shooters. Shooters. Yeah. <laughs> but uh if I had a bad another bad shooter, I hopefully I'm not playing him, but if I had to, I'd put him in the corner. And then no uh, shooter throwing it in. Uh, hopefully, okay. <laughs> but, um, then he runs the best shooter runs either runs off a double screen or he can curl the first guy and the second screener runs off of that. But then we've got a couple other actions. We'll run out of that. And if you if you come up high to kind of shade that shooter, he's going right to the basket. So it's kind of one of those pick your poison. If you're going to sit back, we're gonna we're gonna get a screen on you. If you're gonna get up and try to take that away. We're going to uh, go to the basket. On Does it work against zone? Um, we did not see a lot of zone baseline inbounds plays, but I've never really found anything that like, I, I, I mean, I've, I don't have anything great against zone, which is one of the reasons why I'm not opposed to running zone baseline out of bounds. I know. I think a lot of people do now more than 20 years ago. Yeah. And I, and I just think it's hard to get good looks. Um, and that's why, yeah, anyway, that's why I asked if, do you have a good one? Did you have one that, um, that you used against that? I'd be intrigued, but yeah, yeah. play, play five guys that can shoot, shoot. And, just, and, <laughs> and spread it out and go to a spot where you're open. Like, like that, that, that and, and path when they close out on you, pass it to the other guy. You know, I know that people have some great ones, but it's like, how many times can you run that before it, at our uh, level? And, and the problem is count. scouting has gotten so like, it's not like the old days where I could just, I could run my out of bounds play for a season. And it's like, I just think you got to get, I'm, I'm, I'm pivoted on this. I think you got to get good at reads. Like you said, like here's our out of bounds play or our two out of bounds plays. And let's talk about how we're going to read out of these. How are we going to read out of these? How how can we score? Because um, I think that's part of the problem. Is I mean, there's eight. I mean, there's eighty billion out of bounds plays. Like, <laughs> just go on Twitter. You can like, there's I think Ito Singer or something. Oh, puts an out of bounds okay. play every day. Like, how many yeah. out of bounds plays do you need? Let me telling you. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... That man is dedicated to baseline out of bounds plays more than anybody I've ever <laughs> seen. Right, but the problem is, first of all, how many points is it? How many? How much time do you have to practice it? I mean, I get what he's doing. He's he's trying to be the out of bounds play guy. Get it? I totally get it. From a selling marketing standpoint, but it's like I can only take so many of these. It's like it's over. I need one good one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, and that's kind of where we're at. Of like, we really like this we can run it and run it and run it. And then now like we can come up like with a counter, we can do something like we'll throw it to the original screener and then kind of do that action with some other people. But I think that's all of offense of like, when you're really good coach, you can take something like horns. We do this all the time and it's really easy, has great spacing. And then we can do a ton of stuff out of it. Like, I think that's the biggest problem. Everybody's going to four and five out. It's really squared. It's hard to run because you don't know where everybody's going to be at all the time. Like, do something really simple. Teach a couple of reads. Now, all of a sudden, you have 
like 13 plays out of this one right. thing that are like words. Like that's what we talk Like we just have a couple of words that completely change it. And, and what you know, do you I, run offensively again? I forgot. Um, I mean, we run a lot of the, like we've ran the Villanova kind of flow, like just pass cut. We're going to ch- spin the ball and just beat a closeout. Um, you know, it's, we'll do some ball screen stuff, but like, we'll, you know, some years were more than others. We play teams where you, you don't want any ball screens cause they will just double it. You know, we're going to right. the city. I know I'm not bringing, you know, a ball screen to a kid and getting him a double team, but, uh, you know, we're, we're big drive and kick. I've been a dribble drive guy since, you know, I've, I found somebody way before even Cal was doing it. I'm like, I really like this. Just a ton of kick out threes. And and do you, you always know. put somebody opposite the low block in the dribble drive? Um, if we have a post player, we will. But I think the biggest mistake people play, do is playing a guy that's not a post. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.